All right, we'll start it up. So I'm here with Marissa Molesky. Uh, she reached out and I saw what she was doing. Very cool. According to Twitter, push past paralysis, handyable, stronger spine than most. I like that. <laughs> Promoter of wheelchair friendly biz, YouTuber, yoga, fitness, pro-life. Oh, interesting. She doesn't like to murder fully born babies like certain politicians. We'll get into that in a second. And uh, I went to her blog spot and I'm going to read a, a paragraph from it and then I'm going to let her speak for herself. But, you know, she's she's advocating for people who are paralyzed but it says as far as how i advocate is pretty simple if you approach the world or people as if they are against you you won't get anywhere close to your mission being completed that's projection coming from you ask to sit down converse come to the table with facts insight and drive see how things unfold from that approach you'd be surprised very impressive marissa thank you again thank you so much i really appreciate it yeah so what I guess the first question I have is what what disability do you have? I'm just curious. I have spina bifida, which is basically um, the the nerves at the base of the spine are protruded out in the womb and then at birth, um, and then they kind of like put you back together. And you know, there's different levels. So if if they like do something a little wrong, it can get a little worse. Uh, some people aren't affected. I'm kind of in the middle. There's, I think occulta is the least severe, and um, I don't know. I don't know what's worse, but mine's my meningo my meningosil, and I also have hydro I had hydrocephalus, but uh, the shunt that I had put in, my body took it over, which is basically to prevent water from going to the brain. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna read some stuff on the website too, and we could get into this because. Uh, the disabled community in America, I'm sure it uh, spans a lot of people, but it says uh, an estimated 54 million Amer Americans are living with disabilities. 200 billion per year is supposed to be allocated to American people living with disabilities. People living with disabilities are 20% of the world's poorest people. The unemployment rate among people living with disabilities is around 88%. And that's something you never hear politicians talk about. They'll talk about Illegals will talk about, uh, you know, the transgender community, but 88% unemployment rate, that's wild. The president did just announce that the disabled um, unemployment rate has gone a little bit lower since that st statistic, but I don't know the newest. That yeah, was, he, you know. he said it was lowest ever, but even that, because I mean, it's yeah. even black, Hispanic unemployment, the ones, it's not that high. So even if it goes lower, that's still, uh, you know, an epidemic in a sense. High. Yeah. So what are your plans to really help that change that? Because I know, you know, you have the mentality and um, the drive. So how do you think we could help fix that? Well, I think because I'm more conservative and I'm for small government, I think it's twofold. Yes, we should be allocated the correct amount of money that we're supposed to be getting. We should get better services for buses, bathrooms and businesses should be equipped for us, which I'm also working on. But we have to take a certain level of personal responsibility. So many people with, living with disabilities don't believe in themselves. They don't feel worthy. They feel like, whoop. It's all good. And I was on a roll. Uh, they feel like they were a mistake. They, they wish they were like everybody else. And they don't realize that everybody's different anyway, which is the title of my first mini book that I wrote. Everyone's different. Get over it. <laughs> like it, it, it's like you're only the elephant in the room if you're paranoid enough to think that you are you know mm. you just you shouldn't care 
Absolutely. Yeah. And you could use it to your advantage. Like every, every downfall could be, you know, a ladder if you, if you look at it that way, because uniqueness is not a bad thing, especially now in America, it's, you know, it's becoming more and more popular where it's like now, if you're like a straight man with a wife or something, they're like, get them, you know? So exactly, <laughs> right. I mean, you know, everybody goes through obstacles and, you know, for me, it drives me to go more towards my goals. It doesn't stop me. It doesn't tell me that I can't do it. It's like, okay, if you're going to tell me that I can do something, okay, watch me do it and watch me do it better because you told me that I can't. Mm, absolutely. So you said you were working on a bill as well before we, we were talking. So like, how do you think, I guess, politicians, we know, of course, people always self-accountability is good where people have to believe in themselves. And it is, it's a tough one because there are certain things where, you know, people they need to build certain structures or something where people can get in. But at the same time, like you said, anytime that happens, they always go full drive and uh, knock the the mentality of the whole community lower where you seem like you're raising it to a new level. So how do they balance that? And what do you think they're doing wrong? Well, the Americans with Disabilities Act, as it's written now, prior to 1990, you don't have to update older buildings that were built before then. And you from because I'm, I'm rereading it now that I'm getting more into this because I mean even though I have a disability I don't constantly every day think about it so I, I you know it's not something that I was ever really as invested in until I started thinking about everybody else who is disabled and has similar or more severe struggles a lot of places won't equip unless you physically come and tell them like you know this place is not equipped and a lot of people, like I said, won't even go and do that. Like a couple of summers ago, I went to the city and I didn't find out until the day before that it was in the old part of the city that is completely not wheelchair accessible, which is funny because New York City is supposed to be one of the best for people living with disabilities. But the the guy kind of, he was like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm just seeing this now, but we're not accessible. But by then I was so dead set on going. I went anyway and I had friends lift me up and take me down, but mm. I shouldn't have to do that. Absolutely. That's good that you got good friends too, and then you get you get through. And then once you get in the building, you could yell at them. You're like, all right, lift, lift. <laughs> no, that's you know what I did. I took a picture with the the owner, and he yeah. didn't want to at first because I was you know telling him I'm like you know if if you want, you know I'm not gonna yell at you. I'm not gonna shame you. You know I've been there, done that, gotten the general manager of Nestle Coliseum fired when my mom did. She you know she taught me how to fight for my rights, but you know for me. I find that also conversing with them and being like, you know, I don't know if you know that this is what we need, but this is what we need and I can help you. The guy looked like he wanted to shrink into a hole because oh. <laughs> he was so embarrassed. You don't mess with Long Island. I'll tell you that much. Right? I, I, I saw that in your Twitter bio. I said Strong Island. So first of all, <laughs> you don't mess with Long Island. Second off, you don't mess with Long Islanders who call it Strong Island because then, you know, no. there's too much. Are you part Italian, too, or no? Yes, I'm no Italian, Norwegian, Polish. Um, I think I might be slightly Indian and I know I have a little English blood from a transfusion when I was young. Yeah. Well, if you're from, I'm from New Jersey and I'm, I'm part Italian and Polish as well. We were talking about it, but, um, even if you're not Italian, if you live in the right part of New Jersey or New York, you almost just become Italian where I, I know people are like, they're like, Hey man, like they're talking just like, you know, my cousins and stuff. And I'm just like, uh, I was like, you're Italian, right? He's like, no, I'm hundred percent Indian Hindu or something. But he's just like, I was like, but you're from New York, right? Yeah. Yeah. How'd you know? How could so you not know? 
Like, how could you not know, yeah. brother? Man, I get yeah. it. You live around enough Italians, you just you pick up that that East Coast attitude. But it, it's a good thing, even out here west. Like people, I'm pretty like chill, but I get stuff done. And uh, people are like, man, New York people just come out here and do so much. I'm like, you guys gotta stop. I mean, you can smoke the weed if you need to, but I was like, you gotta keep it moving, like uh, like we yeah. do on the East. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question, I guess. Um, have you had trouble or what what is your employment situation look like? Because I know 88%. That's a like just seeing that number. That's a crazy statistic where I'm sure you've been able to beat it. But what obstacles have you faced in the employment um, realm or what obstacles haven't you faced, you know, having a strong mentality? Um, I actually used to work for the Board of Elections and you kind of have to, you know, know somebody. So I didn't exactly work for my party unfortunately that was seasonal i never had a problem there uh right now i babysit three days a week at my house so that's not a problem but a few years ago i went to the library up my block um i was just looking for a job looking for something to do to make some money and when i went they're like well we're looking for a shelf person so automatically they're and I'm like, okay, well, do you have an area that you can designate me for, like, the shortest shelves? So they, they did the interview. They did, you know, prove that I could sort it. And they gave me, like, the shortest shelves. I purposely took from the top shelf to prove that I could do it. I didn't even look at the bottom ones. I went right for the top and didn't get a call back for months. Finally, I called. And they're like, well, we found somebody more qualified. Hmm. Now, granted, I'm on to bigger and better things, and it's better for me, but you don't tell somebody who already has the world against them and who might not have my drive and my determination that they're not qualified for something as simple as putting a book on a shelf or taking it off. Yeah, when you did, you, know? and you, did you did what they wanted you to do, too, as well, yeah? Yeah, like, you don't make somebody feel like they didn't do their job, which was, even I could say it, it was simple. You know, you know, nobody can deny that that's a simple job and it's demeaning to say that somebody's not qualified for that. I could feel it, though. You have my attitude where someone closes the door on you. It's like, oh, OK, really? Yeah. All right. Well, now I'm going to have to I'm going to have to do something even better. That's how like, you know, when someone does that to me, I'm like, oh, OK, like, all right, well, now. That's exactly what I did when I was in the interview. And then when I didn't get the job, I was like, you know what? That job wasn't meant for me. I'm just going to do bigger and better things. And that's actually the mentality that I take anyway as the disabled person. Because you're only allowed to make, if you're on um, disability, you're only allowed to make a certain amount a month on the books. So my dream, and it's crazy because $200 billion is supposed to be allocated to us. And it's not since we're 20% of the world's poorest. Yet I can't wait to get off mm. of my disability because I feel like it's so constricting. You can't work too many hours, otherwise you'll get that taken off. But you need that because it's it the gap between what they're gonna take you off on and what you're making is too large. Mm, like if yeah. they were gonna if they were gonna take me off after I was making what I would make on it, all right. But they don't do it that way and then they leave you. Like my father he passed away in 2009 from cancer and pneumonia and I was working overtime once he was getting very sick because he was the breadwinner. So I was working, you know, at the board at the time. So I was doing hours until like eight, nine o'clock 
and thinking I was doing this great thing to help my family. And the next month I get taken off of social security money that I count on that I'm, you know, supposed to be allocated. And I'm looking like, okay, this doesn't add up. What are we going to do? Wow. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like welfare and unemployment in that way that I've been, it's hard to be critical of because then people say, oh, you don't like these people or this or that. And you're like, no, but there's something profoundly wrong with the system. It sounds like the disability system too, where if you make enough money and you do well, they take the money away from you. So it actually incentivizes the disabled people not to work as much or not to work. And just like it, it, it um, incentivizes poor people to not work, not work enough have a lot of kids, you get paid per kid. So it's it's incentivizing poverty. I live in California. I know you're in New York. We have the highest taxes and the most poverty and one of the biggest homeless problems. And I, I keep saying that because it's not a coincidence. It's because no, they're, it's not. they're incentivizing poverty. And I, when I say that, I don't mean I understand that some are veterans, some have mental health, some are probably disabled. I, I know that for a case because I you know walk down the streets a lot. But that's not what I'm trying to, and people are like, that's, I'm like, I'm not being mean. It's like, if you do well, like you said, and you're, you're like, okay, then they pull the rug out from under you and then you make less than you would if you just didn't work at all. So there needs to be a tiered system where if you do work and you're, you're on welfare or you're disabled getting that government money, where if you do really well, you should be rewarded more at, at bare minimum, not get it taken away because they're incentivizing uh, unemployment. They do have right to work. Um, and they also have, like, I learned after that incident where I got it taken away that if you report that you're only working seasonally, I think it's up to nine months, they won't touch your check. Mm. But if, if somebody's starting at the bottom of a good job and they're working their way up, how are they, it, it still doesn't add up to me that, like, you could keep going and then god forbid you miss that call where you forget to notify them you're completely screwed because of one little mistake and a lot of disabled are are nervous as it is like we go through anxiety depression you, they're nervous enough to get the job then to put that on them that oh you're going to if i if i don't report this like now in the 9 month mark you're going to penalize me potentially for all the work that I've done. Yeah. The, the whole system doesn't make sense in that way. And I, I wish, I mean, I don't understand how to, to get that going, but starting is dialogue and letting them know, like you can't incentivize not working and you can't penalize working harder. And that's, that's what they've been doing. And that's why they call it. Well, I say the trap when they talk about the hood and stuff, it's like, it's also the welfare trap where it's like, if you work hard enough, they take it away so no one wants to no one wants to work like that unless you make it as like a really successful person like make millions of dollars but it's like if you go from welfare to like 50,000 you'll make less so it's like why even why even strive they're incentivizing weakness that's why i want to get to a point where i'm making more but it's so scary to get to the brink of it and still not have enough like if if i could wake up tomorrow and all the hard work that I've done for so many years could finally be coming together and I could be already making more great, but life doesn't work that way. Mm. You know, it's going to come to a point where you get nervous that, Oh, you're getting to a certain point. They're going to, are they going to punish me? Are they going to take me off? 
Yeah, it's it's so bad. I, hopefully, we could try to figure out how to work that. Someone in the comments said you should be a forklift driver. I don't I don't know if that's up your alley, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> Maybe I do have a um a uh, Firefly scooter attachment to the front of my wheelchair. There you I go. I don't use it often, but once the weather gets nicer, I'll use it again. I think I saw you on Twitter because I started following. I think you were saying something about um, disabled doing more computer cell phone jobs. Am I correct? Was that was that you that said that? Yeah, I I feel like so many be, not only because of the um, the money situation and they're afraid. So many don't believe in themselves and they believe they can't work. Well, if you can be on the computer talking to me right now, or the phone, you have the world at your fingertips. You could do something. Mm. And it's, I know um, my friend, um, I, I don't know exactly what he does for work, but he's running Legsit and he's in a, um, he's disabled and, um, you know, he just crushes it. I know he's always got his cell phone where, you know, it is true. It's definitely, uh, and you're writing, I do want to say too on your website, I, I don't see a lot of good writing, especially in the mainstream media. They're terrible and that's their full-time job, but it, like everything you said, not only it makes sense, but you have really good punctuation. Where it's, I, I'm, I'm extremely impressed by your blog. I was like, wow, she like, it's the common sense and basic stuff doesn't happen. So not only is it great, but I'm like, she, she gets it. She's got it on lock. So that that's wow. definitely a future, a future position. Hopefully, I really appreciate that. Yeah, let's talk about the crazy abortion laws too, because I know also well, not only are you a an activist for your people per se. No, I'm just, kidding, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, you get really into politics and your people are also the American people and um, babies and born lives. It's getting weird, not only in your home state of New York, but uh, that bill that just passed yesterday. Uh, it's it's disgusting to even think about it's if they try to do an abortion and um, it doesn't work and the baby survives. So they don't kill the baby the first time that they won't penalize the doctor for it's just like it's ridiculous and i know that you're disgusted by that as well it's stomach turning it's it's at that point like i especially for disabled doctors way too freely offer abortion it should not even be on the table because i actually did a survey because somebody kind of challenged me that oh people because my parents were given the option based on my disability. So it's like, oh, that can't be common. Okay, I asked in gr groups that I'm in with thousands of people. They were either, their parents were asked or their parents didn't know that they were going to be disabled because they didn't get the, the in-depth testing. Mm. So they were born anyway. And, and, you know, loved, not born anyway and, you know, resented. But... Yeah. Most times, if you get the testing and it comes out you're going to have a disability, specifically mine, spina bifida, they will offer abortion. And they shouldn't because everybody that I talk to in those groups is thriving. They, the doctors scare you. And I do understand to a certain point you have to know worst case scenarios. But balance that out with the best case scenarios, which is why I'm so vocal. I want people to see... Like, not only do I want to reach the disabled community, I want to reach moms. I want to re reach pregnant women that are scared because that's the thing. They, they put so much fear into you and they don't have to. 
It's crazy too, because I mean, there's nothing wrong with you. Your mind and your spirit are extremely high level where that's, it's just murder. And I don't believe God makes mistakes, even with, nope, you know, I say that all the time, even with mental dis disabilities, such as like autism and stuff like that, you have people who are slower in certain areas, but then they're geniuses in other areas. So it's like, there's, there's a reason that everything happens and it's, it's not for you to, especially this late term. I mean, early on, honestly, this whole situation has made me anti abortion all the, the way through they, the more they push it it's it the more everything about it seems like murder it's just nuts because like i see like someone's like my my son's autistic and then i'm like is he really brilliant in certain areas so like yeah he's you know he thrives in these certain areas and like you said you're like my body you know i had a physical ailment of sorts where they might have been like all right but your mind and your spirit you're i like i could feel it and, I, and your writing and what you're you're advocating for there's nothing wrong at all if anything you're running laps around, you know, people who would have, they would have been like, oh, have this baby, don't have this baby. It's not, it's, it's just murder. It's, it's like eugenics or saying, you know, well, these kids are not that good at volleyball. So just murder them or they're not good enough in math. Like it, to me, I don't, I don't see a difference. It's like, you can justify because they have some sort of maybe mental or, or physical disability, but it's like, it's eugenics at this point that that's what they're justifying. Honestly, that's what's scary. The fact that they're advocating now for killing a baby who lived and survived through an abortion instead of adopting it out, if the parent truly doesn't want it, they're, they're going to find ways to just start killing people. And I know people think that we're crazy when we say that, but that's I see no reason why they would stop now. The, the fact yeah. that they've let it get this far and didn't stop way before this, who the hell knows how long it's going to go. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. And I'm trying to wave it because I have like people who follow me that are like, hey, I like this guy, that guy. And I'm like, that's fine. You don't have to agree with certain policies. That, but like, if you don't understand what they're doing in New York, the late term tri third trimester abortion, if you don't understand Ralph Nordstrom saying we'd resuscitate the baby and then ask the mother, uh, if you don't understand that, if you don't understand voting no on a bill that would literally, it's like they're going further and further where it's like first term, second term, third term, they're already at after birth. It's already murder. So there's there's exactly. no reason they're going to stop. And you, you see all the hate and vitriol they have for certain races now, certain religions, certain genders. Um, you go over to certain countries where it's already kind of happening in South Africa, you know, and I'm, there's other parts of the world for sure that are, are bad, but you have so much people filled with hate and you know historical stuff that happened that they're they have no problem just killing people to take back land and here their whole platform is kind of based on hate for a lot of things and um if they're going to do that now i mean it's it's not a stretch it's like when they did that and then they they're already there it's it's like censorship i was like are they going to censor people and now it's like every day they kick somebody new off instagram facebook and twitter so you're totally right. It's not um, at this point. We don't have to be, you know, hesitant to say that it's going to happen because it's it's pretty much already here. It's there. And if you can murder a baby that's just born, the most vulnerable person on the planet, you know, a literally newborn baby that can't defend for itself or do anything. What won't you do? And it's just it's it is just sick that um, so many people and it's not even a left or right issue, but it's like if you're on the left, you you can't figure this out. Like you could talk about whatever you want with your policies. But like if you can't figure out that this is wrong, 
I'm starting to think like you don't actually care. And a lot of the issues that they like to throw in your face is the it's it's the mother's choice because if, if her life is in danger. Well, most cases that used to happen when the mother's life was in danger is an early birth. You know, and mom and baby ended up fine. You know, some cases maybe not, but you know, you don't I don't see a reason why you have to kill the baby potentially because something could happen. Maybe it's I'm jaded because of my, um, well, not jaded, but I'm uh, biased because of my situation where I was told I was basically not going to be able to sit up, you know, move around, be a normal person in society. And there really is no such thing as normal, but like I'm, you know, a contributing person to society. You know, so what else are they wrong about? Yeah, it's, I mean, even probably back in the day, I'm guessing that doctors, if it was life or death, literally, I'm sure that they were allowed to do something about it if it was truly life or death. So I, I don't know that all this new legislation, they're saying, oh, it's, and then the true colors start coming out where first they say, no, 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 it's for life or death situations. Well, that's already on the table. And even in the bill, it says life or death situations or mental health of the mother so it's not just life or death situations it's that or that so all right you're not care so what is it really about and then the further they go they're like well you know if there's something wrong with the baby and then you're like well what is wrong what is wrong mean? exactly because it's like yeah. they, my whole life they told me in school that i was not good at this and that and honestly now i look back and i'm like these people didn't know what they're talking about and i look at politicians and some doctors now and think they have no idea what they're talking about so what's hate speech or you know they have these terms or it's like what is right and wrong to you because it's like you might be stopping the genius you know autistic baby who's gonna like run circles around you in math and you can't even count so it's like and you know someone with a physical illness might have a mind and a spirit that's extremely bright 10 times as bright as yours so it's it's not you're not god and you're not um hopefully hey, not a dictator i was literally you took the words right out of my mouth i was, I, I was just gonna say Doctors are not God, and they're severely undereducated, especially in disabilities. I'm There's sure. a man on YouTube, Dr. Lyle. He's a pro-life doctor in Alabama and Florida, and he's speaking out hard against abortions and the laws in New York now. And he, he flat out says there's very few instances where the life of the mother would impact the baby if there, if it was the choice between abortion or early birth. Mm. I mean, and, and the the mentality of the mother, okay, so what is she going to decide that she has, um, she has depression in her pregnancy and, you know, one day she's just going to decide to off it? Mm. You can't take that back. And, and people don't understand that. You, I, I know people who have had DNCs where the baby died inside of you and you had no choice. But if, if you were that far along, you, you had to, you know, get a surgery to take it out. Mm. One of my best friends had that done. She still thinks about it to this day eight years ago or like nine years ago. She still remembers the when the day that it happened. It doesn't That's... it doesn't go away. So you have to think, OK, you're going through whatever you're going through right now. Either fear or not wanting the baby will don't fool yourself that 10 years down the road, you're not going to think what if. You're not going to think, okay, how old would the baby have been? What, you know, what did I do? And you're going to blame yourself. 
at, at one point. Oh, I mean, at bare minimum, like like I said, I'm I'm all over abortion completely now. Where it's like any abortion, I wouldn't care if they overturned Roe versus Wade at this point. I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, like six months ago, five months ago, three months ago, I would have been like, no, that's crazy. Now I'm like, dude, they, you give them an inch, they take a mile, take it all away. They don't deserve it. But uh, it's not a ch- like the they're they're perverting these terms like woman's choice. We have murder laws because murder's illegal. And if it wasn't, there'd probably be more murders. And if you incentivized it and gave a doctor $20,000 for murdering people, unfortunately, you'd probably have more doctors murdering people for money. That's essentially what they're at now where it's like, well, it's the woman's and doctor's choice. Well, just because like even first, if you really want to get rid of it before the heart, I mean, I understand a lot of people will probably think it's at conception and I'm starting to as well. But at bare minimum, can you not? figure that out early on like you're gonna wait until when the heartbeat st- starts yeah and your stomach's At huge least. and then it's like you're gonna you're gonna be like you know what i don't want it anymore and you know uh, women are great obviously but it's like certain women don't decide well it's like where do you want to eat i don't know do you want to eat there no i don't want to eat it's like do you want to eat i don't where do you want to eat so it's like you know it's not like they're like oh i want to get at this aborted now it's you're like gonna- you could you're going to get help for that, but I, I, I'm on your side with it. It's funny though, right? It's like, yeah. I, you, let's just go to, let's just go to TJI Fridays. All right. And then we get there and it's like, oh, I wanted to go to checkers. I was like, just come on, pick a spot. So it's like, w- when it comes to a baby, it's funny when it's a, a restaurant or a joke. Hopefully, yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get demonetized now, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny when it's a, it's a bait. It's a human life. It's like, it's not your choice at that point. It's not. And that's what they don't understand is they think because it's it has to come out of your body. It should always be your choice. And no. Yeah, they've gone too far. And uh, my my nice spin on it, because I'm always trying to look at the, for the positive, even though this one's terrible. I feel like Trump has shaken up stuff and people are really showing their true colors where the segregation now it doesn't seem like it's black and white or left and right. Even to me, it seems like good and evil and uh, like a basic American decency and like total insanity. So at least people are showing their true colors. And I, I mean, how do you win an election when you're murdering babies and you're lying about everything? I, I just don't think they're going to win this election. And hopefully sometimes things have to get so crazy for people to be like, all right. And it shouldn't have to be at the expense of, of babies' lives, but I'm, I'm praying that uh, people wake up soon. I, I hope so. And I, I could see exactly where you're coming from with that, but the way they cheat, I'm scared. That's the only way they can possibly win is if they cheat. And they probably will. And my thing with the last election, I think they cheated a little bit and also uh, organized well, but everyone's like, they're cheating, they're cheating, they're cheating. And I'm like, yeah, probably. But did we do anything about it? Are we like, you know, we got to make sure I don't, I, it's not my job specifically, but like politicians that are on the right and and people like figure out how to stop them from cheating because if we don't do anything about it and they just get away with it i don't see why they would they would stop and for our part what we can do like we can't do anything about the inside cheating but if you look at the voter turnout it's way too small we need to incentivize people open people's eyes to what's actually going on and mm. make them realize the only way is to vote and vote so hard that the other side has no chance to even fight it you, you it's so black and white exactly that you can't even argue that we won absolutely that's and that's what i was saying with the midterms because everyone's like they cheated i was like probably a little bit but honestly they also got a lot of young people to vote and they they really brought people out so 
no excuses. If, if they're going to cheat by 10, we got to win by 50. Like, like exactly. you said, I want to read a super chat real quick. Uh, Marie Sarah said I was pro choice until I miscarried at 12 weeks. My baby had tiny little fingers and toes, clearly a mini human. It's so it's also ridiculously sad. And that's 12 weeks. I mean, we're talking about the New York bill where you're from. What is it? 24 weeks or something? Anything, any, for any reason up until 21 weeks or 24 weeks. What? Um, isn't it in third? It's third trimester. Third trimester. Well, I think the wording of it, I, I don't know if it's 21 or 24. Let's see in the comments if people know, but it says it's worded in a way where it says for any reason, 24 weeks and under any reason, like, it's just like, that's just legal uh, pretty much. And then it says from then till birth, uh, if it's for the life of the mother, which you said is very rare, and I, I agree, or they said the mental health of the mother, like what what does that mean? Because now it exactly, we're not, and and the weird the, the the nerve of these people where they're like, we don't want disabled babies with mental or physical health problems, but then they're like, oh, I have mental health problems, I need to abort the baby. It's like they're such hypocrites. Or it's like, what does that even mean? Because some people, it's like a real disorder, and we all go through some stuff, but a lot like. A lot of these people, they're driving themselves insane. And then they're like, oh, I want to abort my baby because I'm insane. But it's like, you're not, you're not even like clinically insane. You're just a evil. weirdo. Yeah, evil. There you go. Yeah, 24 weeks. I, I, it's disgusting. Uh, what other uh, what other issues really are on your, your radar? Because I've been following you for like a week since you reached out to me. And I want to say to people too, I can't speak for everyone, but, um, you know, she had a, a good story, a good message. I, I was impressed with her writing. And that's what uh, that's what ambition does. I know a lot of people complain and it is tough times. But if you really go hard for what you want or at least throw yourself out there, the walkaway movement, Brandon Strzok tagged me in and just was messaging me. And then I retweeted it and shared it. So it's like ambition and a drive. Same as someone did a song the other week. So I just wanted to uh, ask not only you know, what else is on your radar politically, but uh, just tell people how how far that like a little bit of ambition and good energy goes. Cause like just in a week, I went from following you to, to wanting to really share your story. And, and you're one of like the big accounts that people aspire to have follow them. I got so excited when oh, you yeah. followed me. Um, but yeah, I just, I really want to start speaking, whether it's to small groups of pregnant moms or disabled people because it's it's not even the the lack of ambition with the disabled it's people who are around them like i i i coach people um with disabilities to the best of my ability because i don't want to you know i want to do it for a living and i do a lot of free things but you know i have to balance it out so i i don't do much but from the little communications that I've had and plus in my free um, Facebook groups that I'm they're, they're, not, they're not mine, but I'm, I participate in them. The thing that I hear the most is, well, I can't do this. And it's mostly because a doctor or their parents have told them not that they couldn't mm. or, yeah. and the parents, I think it's the fear of letting them as a, as a parent, but also as a parent of a disabled, like it, it's, when you're a parent, you get nervous and get protective, but it, that's like a hundredfold when you have a disabled child. It's a good point because it's it's a tough situation, especially with disabled. But any any of like mental health and and any sort of like problem, 
it's hard to explain to people where my point is, and, and it gets misconstrued a lot. I'm not saying you don't have mental illness only, you know, and I, and I would say like, yeah, of course, check with the doctor, but it does seem like they're misleading some people. Like say there's 50 million people with mental health problems. They're telling 150 million people there's mental health problems. Say you have, you know, uh, certain disabilities in your life. They're kind of overreaching and being like, eh. so it, it's a balance of like, yeah, don't, don't ignore the doctor's orders and don't ignore what issues you might have because you always want to stay as healthy as possible and aware so you don't hurt yourself further but there is an element of it where the society television social media doctors like even like therapists whatever a lot of them are it seems like they're keeping you in that bubble and some of them are incentivized financially to do so because if you you know, get healed mentally, then, you know, that's, that's a, they're not, you're not going to go to them again. And if, if you don't take the pills, then they might not get a kickback or something. So it's, it's a fine line to walk, but I like that you're, you understand that where it's like, there's certain things that might not be the best idea for me to do, but it's not like a, don't throw the victim card onto me and say, you can't do anything. Cause it's like, what if I do that better? And you just stop me from like my, my destiny. You know, and that's honestly, you made me think a lot about racism with the mental health um, argument because what we have, a lot of people are crying racism. But if you look at racism from back then, you know, it's like you can't say anything and it's racist now. Mm. And, yeah, and then if you go back to people who have actually lived through horrific racism, it's terrible. And then going to what you said about, you know, telling people that they can't. I, I worked out with Polly Calafuri, who was on Big Brother and the Challenge, who's one of the, he's he, he's friends with Sean T and he's not, you know, in um fitness like Sean T, but to me, he's like a Sean T. He I aspired to work out with him and I met him and three days later I was in his gym. First words out of his mouth were what are your limitations? Mm. I looked at them. I go, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't reached them yet. I don't know. Test it out. Yeah. Don't ever, ever ask a trainer that because you'll be sore for four days. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I think I work out and I, I run a lot and stuff. But honestly, like when I'm with somebody who's an actual trainer, the, a five minute or 10 minute thing, is, it seems like two hours. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, this is this is 10 minutes to work out. Wait, I want to just go to the gym and pretend like I work out. I don't want to do this. I actually, a friend of mine got me one of my favorite exercises that I did with him. It was uh, the ab roller. It's my favorite exercise, but I can only do it for a few minutes because it works out your entire body. And mm. I, I could feel from the knee up and everything from the knee down, I can't feel. My knee, my thighs are killing me after that. And so are my abs, but I know I'm getting a workout. What I would do yoga. Oh, that's another story I could tell you. I did yoga for a while and I do it uh, when the weather gets nicer up my block and if I'm not stretched enough or work, worked hard enough I'll come home and do it again but the first time that I actually was there speaking of uh, limitations and discrimination it, w it wasn't really outright discrimination it was more ignorance so the, the same lady offers two classes up at um, the local place up my block and the night that I saw it, because I was interested in it, and I was looking up where the nearest one was, so I saw the one at the library, and she was offering 
mat yoga and chair yoga. So the night that I saw it, she had been offering mat yoga. So I'm like, you know what? I, I knew really, I, I knew what it was, but I didn't know much about it. Um, so I was like, you know what? I'll go and I'll, I'll watch, you know, I'll talk to her. I'll watch. And first thing she says to me when she sees me, she goes, you might be better with chair yoga. Ding. <laughs> In my head, I was like, oh, really? <laughs> yoga, yoga's the real deal. I did it like twice. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I'll, every, you're like talking about working out. I'm like, man, that makes me feel how little I've actually done. But it works so well. I was like, oh, my God, I feel like my back doesn't hurt. And then I was, I was like, I should do this a lot. And then I just haven't. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get uh, my mother and my grandmother to do a little bit with their aches and pains at their age. <laughs> yeah. She... I, after that class, because she ends up, she goes, you know, I I can give you my mat to you know try out a little bit. By the end of that class, six people came up to me and they're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe how flexible you are." But little tidbit, my, my disability has my back arched forward a little bit, so every stretch forward, I did excellent because my body is stretched that way anyway. But there I you go. tell them that. <laughs> But that's that's how it is. It's like what you know, everything in life in general, where it's like if if something's not working out, it's for another reason. So it's like if you're you know, if there's a problem that way, that means you're running past people the other way. That's exactly. a, that's a metaphor you never for everything. Know who you're inspiring, even if you're if you think that you're not doing something good enough, put yourself out there because, like you just said, you know, listening to me talk, it it makes you think. Okay, well, what can I do? And it make and for me, you know. Yeah, it'll make other people grateful, but I always remember how grateful I am just to be alive because I don't I I think, you know, I I was going to church for a while after um my father passed away and they would always want to pray for me and I will never turn away a prayer, mm. but I don't think I have to be healed. I think I'm here the way I am for a reason. And that's mm. another message that I want to give to moms that are pregnant. If your baby is disabled, there's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't have to be fixed or healed. Okay, maybe, you know, if it's a progressive disability where it will get worse, maybe they have to have some surgeries. I had eight when I was little. And mm. I, I just, you know, I probably could have more, but I'm happy. I'm not in pain. So whatever. I'm not nice. going I, for any more. I am in pain. I need to, I need to stretch more. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if I'm ever in uh, the West Coast swamp, I'll take you to yoga. <laughs> Oh wow! Some shots there. Now I'm just playing. I appreciate it. I'm a hey, reason. I'm I'm in East Coast swamp, so I can't even say anything. No, I enjoy it. I, I like the strong island. Uh, Alyssa said with a super chat. She said, "Thanks for being here today, Marissa. You're a smart and sweet girl with a heart of gold and a great message." Oh, thank you, Alyssa. I really appreciate that. And Francis Conception said, "Save the baby humans." Yeah, we're we're on it. We're doing our thing. I'm trying. We're what all trying. What other political uh, situations now are on your radar besides, obviously, that one's just so big. I'm just, I, I, I feel like Billy Madison, I don't know if you've seen it, but he, he takes like the fat kid in class and he shakes him and he's like, stay young as long as you can. Like, I'm just like, wake up. Like, guys, they're killing babies. Like, come on. I love that movie. Stay, stay <laughs> as long as you can. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah I messed it up. Exactly. <laughs> he says, stay as long as you can. The kid's like face is just rippling. He's just like. <laughs> <laughs> so good yeah it, it it is it's scary but um yeah what else you know, is we, on? Just gotta, 
What else is on your radar? Like that 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 you think is on, on close to your heart? Um, well, I definitely want to get a seat with the president to fix all the issues that I already talked about. Um, my dream is to open an actual, like, I'm really putting my money where my mouth is with this, even though I don't have the money yet. Um, I want to open a mind, body, spirit center for people with and without disabilities to be able to coexist completely Mm. from top to bottom accessible. And, you know, I, I feel like every place should just be like that. You know, you shouldn't feel like you can't it's segregation again if you want another place for somebody with disabilities to to be with their people like i don't mind being friends with somebody who has a disability but if i can't relate to you in another level i can't be friends with you what are we gonna do sit and talk about our disabilities all the time like no if you want me to coach you and you want to talk about your disability all the time fine but i can't be friends with somebody that's gonna talk about their disability all the time yeah, and this is the stuff that it would be so easy. Like when I think about utopia, you know, that everyone dreams of, it's like, yeah, could be greener, like cleaner, and like stuff like this would be really easy to implement everywhere. But we're so busy running in circles that, I mean, where I'm in in Los Angeles, it's it's getting worse. And it's like, you know, we're talking about how progressive and great we are. Like I don't see it, and it's not like, all right, well, this is all getting bad, but we're we're taking care of disabilities and we're doing this, or, or, or you know, we're making. Like it's all nothing's making sense. Nothing's getting done. The roads aren't getting paved where I'm like, it's just so annoying to me because it's with all this, you know, brain power and spirit power, it should be pretty easy. Uh, So that's something that, you know, maybe we can come together and try to work on because it's certainly not going to come from Washington. So it's going to have to be people like us making it happen and then leading the way, hopefully, like not only speaking wise but physically you know taking steps and 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 making places that like revolutionize the country honestly i couldn't agree more i was in florida in december and the sidewalks were if they existed were horrendous Mm. and that's i actually have a petition on uh, whitehouse.org or yeah i think whitehouse.org um it's on my twitter um it has over 60 since yesterday i had another one it was on change.org, but I'm like, you know what? Let's just go straight to the president. And it's to fix roads. It's to fix sidewalks. It's to, you know, help people fix their businesses. And you wouldn't believe the pushback that I'm already getting from people that like, I want to close their business because it's not equipped. That's not what I'm saying. And I know that the money is a big issue in order to make it. So I'm not trying to make businesses go broke because they're not equipped, but that's discrimination and there's no reason why your business shouldn't be, you know, it should be, no, it shouldn't be the ADA code. It should be, okay. If you're going to make a business, disabilities should go along with all of the other things that, that come with starting your own, especially physical place. So what would it take to, to implement that? Like, what are they missing? And also is there, is there a government budget for that stuff or would they have to, like, what, what would they have to build? Why are they, why does it bother some people? Um, well, I don't know, like this one girl, I don't know specifically what was lacking in her business, but you know, I, I understand, especially start, like just starting out in your business, you're struggling just to, to keep it afloat. And all you can think about is the expenses, but for 200 billion to be allocated yearly for the disabled, and we're still 20% of the world's poorest. 
that's a gap in itself. And then, you know, you have to wonder where's the money going. And of course, it doesn't just go to the individual. It goes to the services. But doctors are severely undereducated. And like we've been saying, you know, places aren't equipped. So maybe giving those businesses money when they, you know, apply for business loans specifically allocated towards making their business equipped, at least to start with. You know, I don't believe in government handouts or whatever. And I feel like you, it, this should be something that you just think about. But unfortunately, we're not there. And I don't know why. It's, it's people look at it like you're trying to tear apart their whole business because you want to make changes that would ultimately, honestly, give them a whole new demographic of clients. Because there's people who won't put themselves out there, like I keep saying, and just go or even ask. So I'm making myself that person to ask on behalf of everybody who won't ask, okay, make your place accessible so that we can come and enjoy your services and make you money. Yeah. And um, is it the law? Like, are they, is it illegal to do that or is it just not good? Well, the Americans with Disabilities Act says that you have to have buildings um accessible uh after 1990 um businesses private businesses i don't think you have to okay the sad thing you know you you don't have to well i think that's the way to do it is um you know saying something and also you know it says an estimated 54 million americans are living with disabilities so it's not a small demographic i mean they got if they can, uh, you know, put Spanish on the on the bank machines, they can uh, they can do something as well. Exactly. If you and and <laughs> I I took Spanish for many years in school. I don't remember a lot of it. I have nothing against any foreigners as long as you're here legally. That's a whole nother issue. <laughs> yeah. No. I know. You, I know you're on it. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I don't want people to feel threatened like we're trying to take over. We're just, you know, the quality of life of the disabled maybe partially by fault of our own, not putting ourselves out there, but, you know, why should we have to? To live up to the same standards of everyday Americans, you know, we shouldn't still have to fight for these rights. And people like to equate it to, you know, the race wars and everything, well, okay, it's just as wrong not to be equipped as it is to tell a black person they can't come into a, a building. So I'm not against that either. Well, it takes yeah. people like you, I think, to to really put it out there. Because like you said, a lot of people, you know, will just hang in the sides and, and, you know, be told all the time they can't do stuff or they can't do that. But, you know, you put yourself out there just like you did with me. Next thing you know, I'm like, I'll follow her. Next thing you know, I'm like, I want to have her on. Hopefully, next thing you know, we'll get you out there with Trump because I think you'd be a great voice to just explain to the people like how sick this uh these these crazy uh, abortion bills are so we'll see i you know i only have so much reach but this is a start everybody follow Mar- marissa i'm gonna we're gonna talk a little more but uh marissa maleski it's in my it's in the bio follow her on twitter and her blog spots right at the top of uh, the description of this thing follow her <clears throat> start following what she says she weighs in on a lot of social and political issues but let's let's get you to the white house maybe that's what we need to do that's my dream <clears throat> if 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 i'm gonna be the face of this thing we're not gonna play small i'm not gonna go I, i'll go from business to business if you want me to want me to go to your business and teach you how to do it i'll do that but let's just go th- straight to the top 
That's actually I, how I met him. I met him yeah. at a rally in New York. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I actually had to fight for that, too, because I was there from, like, 9 a.m. I was, like, one of the first four people there. The other guys got there, like, 7 or 8 in the morning. Freezing cold in April of, yeah, 2016. And when I got in, I was kind of far back. And I'm like, but there was the um, the gate. I'm like, this is weird. Why is there such a big space? Like, do they really think somebody's going to trample the stage that bad where it's half the arena is back? No, the VIPs ended up coming in front of me and it was a big space so it wasn't like one or two vips that i could tell to move so what do i do i get the secret service and i'm like um can you help me i can't see they're like well everybody's in here now i we can't really move you and i'm like well this is discrimination as soon as i said that they're like well, <laughs> let me see what i can do <laughs> there you go then they challenged me because the guy comes back and he's like he just the look on his face i know the look it's like you're not gonna be able to do this but i'm just gonna tell you so that, like, I'm giving you kind of the answer that you want. So he's like, if you can make it to the, because I was t towards the middle, if you can make it to the other side, we can take you sort of up. Mm. So I go, okay, can everybody just make a way? And everybody, for everybody who says that people are mean at a Trump rally, no. They all moved out of my way. I went, ended up sitting right next to his kids. He came down after his speech. They stopped him for me, and I got to meet him. Don, I was laughing the whole time with Don Jr. Laura Trump followed me on Instagram. It was great. I don't have that connection yet where I could just be like, hey, can I go to the Oval Office tomorrow? Oh, we're going to make it happen because you, you don't mess with Strong Island. You get out no. of the way, and, and they sit right next to the Trumps. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, right. And honestly, I think that for 2020, this should be a big issue, and we need to start now. Oh, for sure. And I've seen they've had someone on, I think, um, I don't know exactly what he had, but there's been someone I've seen on talking against abortion. And I, I think that you, uh, you know, you have the the message and the vision and really the uh, delivery that they could use. And I say that all the time where I'm I'm always poking at Fox and, and like a lot of like a re I'm like, book me, book me out. Part of me is joking. I don't care. But at the same time, it's not even like, oh, I want. But I'm like. I have good vision of like, you know, they need a spot where if it's, we have to really come with it and uh, everything that we make excuses and say, oh, they did this and that, but it's like, what, what could we have done better? You know? So if they win in 2020, like maybe it's because we didn't have the right people in the right places. So um, we'll, we'll work on doing that. Any last words, Marissa Molesky, please follow her, check out her blog spot. And also um, we're going to try to get her linked with Trump. I don't, I don't know how, but I'm I'm making jokes, so you already know. And and that's actually um, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Um, I totally went blank. It's all I'm good. <laughs> nah, yeah. Any any last words or anything you want to say to the people? Because everyone in the comments loves you, and uh, I think I think you you got us amped up for the day. I'm ready too. I need to get some sunlight. I need to stretch. And I'm, I'm also thinking when you were saying you couldn't see, I was like, I'm pretty tall. I'm like six, two, six, three. I'm like, I'm, I'm always ruining people's day. Anytime I go to a show, they're just like, oh man, this guy's standing in front of me. I'm like, all right, I got to move out of the way. Well, as long as you stay to the left or the right of me, when we meet Trump, you're good. Yeah. Just no, no, in front I, of me. no, I'm, I'm gonna make it happen. And then it's like, I'm not, and then I'm like, Hey, it's me. It's just me. And you're like, come on. What, what are you doing? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, just dropped my phone.
It's all good. I, I went to me. You got it. Yeah. Then you could play that on me. You're like, I've never met this guy. And then you're like, Secret Service, get him out of there. So you know, it <laughs> I goes have no idea ways. who this guy is. <laughs> I'm like, come on, we, we. I got the. That would happen too. They they'd believe you, and I'd be. They'd be like, dude, this guy's a real threat to the uh, blacklisted <laughs> forever. Oh, I, I use the civil the disability to my advantage sometimes. I yeah, mean, who? yeah, you you got to just they got to not take your money away when you actually get a you know when you work hard that's what it's like use it to your disadvantage but they shouldn't take take money like it's like the welfare thing it annoys me because it's like you get two three jobs then they're like all right we take this money away then you had less money than you had with no jobs. Mm hmm. And, you know, take it away after a certain point. Like like I said, I don't want to be be beholden to it forever, but you know, let me let 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 us close the gap. Mm. of where we are and where you want to take us off and then where we want to get to any last words uh, give give the people a message or anything that, that you want to say where they could find you i already got your twitter and blogspot but yeah um you can also find me on youtube it's uh, marissa11586 i'm trying to change it to push past paralysis but it keeps going back i don't know why but that's you know if you want to if you haven't had enough of my rambling mouth by now you could just go <laughs> to my youtube um but yeah i'm just really trying to make a change with my voice. And I feel like that's the most any of us can do. If you have the ability to have a phone in front of you or a computer in front of you, turn it on. If you don't want to be on camera, that's fine. There's social media, but make noise and do it in a produ productive way. Don't, you know, run in the streets. Don't, you know, destroy things. Don't threaten anybody. The way to make your voice heard is to come to the table with actual solutions. Don't, rely on them to do it for you because they won't come up with anything. Amen. And um, what you should do is once this, I'm going to end this video, once it's ended in like 10 or 15 minutes, it'll show up on my channel, comment and say something in the comment and I'll pin it to the top so people can click right on and find your YouTube. But it takes like 10, 15, 20 minutes sometimes, but get the top comment and I'll pin it and then people could just click right there and follow you on YouTube. Awesome. I definitely will. Thank you, Mar Marissa. I have I have good uh, I have good insight. And when you reached out, I was like, I gotta have her on. I don't regret it for a second. It was even better than I thought it would be. Appreciate you, and I think you're gonna be a very serious voice. And you're already making an impact. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. And everybody have a this good is, day. This is a huge platform to be invited to. We got it. Everyone have a good day, except for uh, the people aborting like already born babies. God have mercy on your sick souls. <laughs>